here's old man Schlummer, sits around his office all day long smoking a big fat cigar, never stirs unless somebody wants to buy something. Then he takes them out in that old rattletrap car of his, and if they buy, he collects 5%. Now, has he got it made or has he got it made? Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on when and where you're tuning in. This is episode 74 of the Blue Collar Executive Podcast, and I am your host, Louis Talby Jr. The common phrase, better safe than sorry, means that it's better to choose the safer option than the riskier one. Because if you decide to go with the risky option, you may later regret it. Well, I would argue that if you choose the safer one, you may later regret it. Let's talk about this. Let's go! I receive a lot of questions on my podcast channel, and I absolutely love it. I don't have a college degree in psychology and I don't proclaim to be a teacher or a preacher, so it always touches me when someone asks for my advice. My kids stopped asking for it many years ago when they became teenagers, and my wife has never asked for my opinion because she and I both know that it's only hers that matters anyway. So when someone takes the time to reach out to me, I make sure I answer them, and I give the best advice I can just based on things that I've learned along my journey. And I hope it's helpful because most of the important things that I've learned throughout my life didn't come from a textbook. Rather, it came from someone telling me their story. One of the most reoccurring questions that I receive is, why didn't I start my own company early instead of climbing a corporate ladder? And which way do I recommend? Well, let me answer the latter first. Yes. If you have a gleam in your eye, a desire in your heart, and a gift, I highly recommend taking that plunge while you're young. This is the same advice I gave my own kids. My oldest son is a true blue entrepreneur. When he was in high school, he was selling soda out of his locker. Then he bought bubblegum machines and put them in malls so my wife and I would have to drive him around each week to refill the gumballs and collect the quarters. He then decided that he wanted to flip houses, so I took him to an auction and he bought a little house for $8,000. We invested another 7000 and we flipped it in 45 days and made $45,000. He then went off to college and learned that instead of paying rent, he should just own the house and collect rent, which he did. He's owned retail stores and donut shops, and now he and my other son own one of the largest commercial real estate operations companies in the region. My younger son was born with a gift to be a mechanic, and he realized that early on and started using it. When he was a kid, I gave him a $200 go-kart. When he started to outgrow it, he asked if I minded if he sold it. I told him, no, go ahead, whatever he wanted to do. He traded it for a couple old dirt bikes that didn't even run. Within a couple days, he had both of them running. He sold one for a large profit, and then traded the other for a rail buggy. Then he traded that for a four-wheeler, and then another four-wheeler. And within a year's time, he had a $10,000 car sitting in the driveway that he was still too young to drive. During this time, I was traveling a lot for work but it seemed like every time I came home, there was something new in the driveway. Then when he was 19, he told me he was moving out because he had just bought a new house. My daughter's gift is to be a caretaker and a teacher. And when she realized that gift, she accelerated very quickly and became the director of a local daycare. However, she also realized that she didn't want to work for an organization. She wanted to work for herself and be independent. And that's exactly what she's doing today. 
So I don't tell you all of this to boast about my children, although I'm extremely proud of each one of them. I'm just sharing these as examples of what I said earlier. If you know in your heart what you want to do, and you're young and have no responsibilities, go for it. What do you have to lose? Because believe me, when you start having kiddos and house payments and more responsibilities, you're gambling with a whole lot more. Which brings me to the first part of the question. I took the path of climbing the corporate ladder because I married my high school sweetheart at 20 years old. Neither of us had any spare financial resources, and our priority was to start a family. And we had our first son at the age of 23. I have zero regrets and am so grateful for all the opportunities I've been blessed with along my journey. But I will admit that I do sometimes question that if I had exhausted all of my energy working for myself, would I be in a better place? Perhaps a place where my employers are. Well, the reasons I just gave for not doing it are really soft excuses. If I'm being totally honest, the true reason is that I just never had the courage to take the leap. So I will never be able to tell you for sure which way is better. The best advice I can offer is just follow your heart. And if that's working for an employer or climbing a corporate ladder, go for it. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Just do it with everything you got and make sure you're always the hardest working employee. Because if you're only just showing up for a paycheck and doing things half-hearted, then you're not where you should be. If you're in this position and going to a job that you don't love but wonder, should you stay and try to advance a career there? Just try this. Follow your boss home from work one night. I'm serious. Now don't stalk them. Just follow them home and see what kind of car they drive, what kind of house they live in, what kind of lifestyle they have. And then ask yourself, is your boss living your dream life? If the answer is yes, stick with that and work your tail off to get their job someday. But if the answer is no, you are not where you need to be. Unfortunately, too many get stuck in that position and end up spending their entire journey in a place they're really not happy with. Life is too short for that and we have everything we need to fulfill all of our dreams. We just need to go for it. God gave us everything we need, but we are all self-made. Only the successful will admit it. We all blaze our own trails. Every single one of us were born onto this earth with a purpose and a gift and the tools necessary to complete it. However, we all have that free will to do anything we want. I'm sure you've heard the phrase, a self-made millionaire. Have you ever heard the phrase, a self-made deadbeat? One may give the glory to God while the other curses God for where they are. But they both made the necessary choices to be exactly where they are. Now before you start pecking out that comment, let me just say that I know we all have different circumstances. We all come from different places. However, we all have everything we need to live our best life. I don't care if you were born in a gutter to a crack addict, you have everything you need to become president. If that's your gift and you put in the work. Oprah was born in a poor shack in Mississippi. Elvis Presley was born into poverty. Leonardo Del Velcio grew up as a child to a widowed mother who struggled to make ends meet and she would eventually send him off to an orphanage. But he broke out and become one of the wealthiest multi-billionaires in the world. Loretta Lynn, Dolly Parton, Steve Harvey. The list is endless of rags to riches. We are all born at the same starting line. Our creator made us 100% equal and gave us all exactly what we need. So stop all the dang excuses. And don't say, well, I've done missed the boat. If you woke up this morning, God's not through with you. Opening your eyes in the morning is like scratching a winning lottery ticket. You won and are still in the game.
And I can't tell you how many times I've heard, well, I'm praying that I'll get out of this situation and I keep my faith in God. Faith without works is dead. You can sit there your entire life having all the faith in the world, but if you don't get off your rump and get to work, you're not going to make it. As you know, I attribute most of my success to great advice that came from my pop, but this is one area that I was on the opposite side of. I have heard him say a million times it's better to be safe than sorry. Perhaps having this ingrained in me as a child was part of my hesitation to jump. Maybe you're in the same boat. And that's why I'm sharing my story with you. Go for it! Friends, the only two things that are sure in this life is that we are born into it one day and we're going to leave it one day. What we make of the journey for every day in between is up to us. Some of us are closer to the beginning and some of us closer to the end. But the great news is that no matter where we are, we get a brand new start every day that we open our eyes. The older I get, the more I realize the number of days on our journey goes fast. And there is no way to slow down the hands of Big Ben. So we need to make the most of every single moment we have. Remember, the most successful person on earth doesn't have a single second more in the day than the poorest person. It is what he does within that time that makes the difference. Now I didn't say the richest person, I said the most successful. Because this isn't about silver and gold, friends. It's about reaching our destiny, achieving our dreams, and living a life that we love. I have found the courage to take some leaps. And many times my parachute never opened and I crashed hard. But look, I'm okay. I'm here to tell you about them. My wife still loves me. No one died. And I'm so glad that I made those jumps. That's what life's about. Most people tiptoe through life to make it safely to death. What kind of life is that? Please don't waste another second, friends. Take the jump. And no matter how you land, I promise you will be happy you did. If you're standing there at the edge but still need a little more motivation, just call me and I'm happy to push you off. Well, that concludes another episode of the Blue Collar Executive Podcast. I hope you found some value in it or at the very least found it entertaining. I sincerely hope you all take that jump and soar like eagles. And thank you so much for listening. Mm-hmm.